Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You are listening to the Load Management Podcast. Why? I don't know. What up, everybody? Brand new episode of the Complex Sports Podcast, the Load Management Podcast. Your man, Chops. Here with my trusty co-hosts, as always, Adam Caporell and Zion. Zion, a fresh St. Louis Cardinals hat on today. Uh, Adam, I can't tell what kind of hat you're wearing. So maybe a Yankees hat? Maybe swagless. Like, swagless. Swagless Adam. Adam wears like the undercover police officer's hat where it's just no logo. And yeah. You can just tell. Like, Adam, have you ever been? <clears throat> the two of you giving me any kind of financial advice gets immediate hand wave. So move the fuck on. Let's next, I, next time. I'm just wondering pal. if you've ever been confused as an undercover New York police No, officer I have never. So let's keep it moving here, pal. I'm just As your phone interrupts our podcast. Well, you know what? Popular person. What can I say? <laughs> That's okay. Keep it moving. Uh, Zion, we have a very special, very special episode, uh, Thursday episode this week. You want to tell the people who uh, what we got going on? Yeah, I mean, we got uh, the legend, uh, the young legend, Derrick Henry, you Oof. know. Well, I, I, we didn't fight him today. Well, I didn't go back and forth with him today. <laughs> um, if we had more time, maybe. But yeah, we got to get a star, star on the show. Quick Derrick Henry interview coming up. Uh, you know, a little Thursday surprise for y'all. We also have our week eight NFL picks, as always. Uh, you know what I thought of? We ranked running backs before the season, and I think we, I think Derrick Henry is firmly number one. We got that wrong putting Zeke at number one. Zeke is maybe not top five right now. Yeah, I mean, he's having like a, a one of the worst running back seasons of all time. I mean, who is who is top five? Like, we really don't know who is top five. Off well, I mean, two of the guys are injured for the you know yeah. Saquon's but three, out. Three. Saquon. Say, uh, CMC too, yeah. And Chubb. And Chubb, yeah. But I think we underrated Kamara, and I think we underrated Derrick Henry a little bit. Kamara's Dar- very... Didn't we have Derrick Henry like number three? I think he's number one. Well, yeah, attrition right now, he's number one. That's why. <laughs> yeah, by default. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it doesn't look great for CMC that he left, and then Mike Davis of all people. Not Nothing wrong with Mike Davis, well, but he came in and... Running back's one of the most interchangeable positions in all of football, so... Yeah, and then our friend of the pod, Austin Eckler, has also been hurt. Everybody's hurt. So, kiss of death yeah. we gave everyone on that in that list we did give everybody a kiss of death there but how about let's get or do we want to talk about how wild the justin turner thing was last night because that was maybe one of the craziest things i've ever seen it that. was highly wild highly ridiculous and hopefully he i think he's a free agent after this year but if he gets re-signed by the dodgers or anybody else hopefully baseball suspends him because that was some wild shit he pulled well, last night who can they suspend that's on everybody i don't think it's that's on the, justin, no, no, no. the reports it's on the came dodgers out too it's on. It's, on, it's the, on a lot of people, but also reports came back that MLB said put, placed him in isolation, and he refused to listen to their uh, directions yeah. and their commands that you can't go out on the field, you can't rejoin your teammates. He was basically like, "Fuck that! I'm going to do this." And listen, I get that he's like 34, 35 years old. He's been with that organization for years. He's had a really great late career, but you can't be doing that, pal. Like you can't be he mingling. Was mad. He yeah. was maskless, like sitting with people. Like yeah. that was, he was crazy. He was kissing his his girl with a mouthful of Rona. That's crazy. <laughs> just exa- like, exactly. You can't be doing that. I don't know if the Dodgers, the other players, were just like, "Fuck it, season's over." I mean, at that, they probably got so drunk they forgot about it, didn't really care at the end of the night. But like, I don't, in the I don't even think things, they had a champagne shower. In the, in they the all every every post game interview, everyone's like, "Well, you know, we're gonna drink when yeah. they can at some point." So if not at the actual Globe Life Park, you definitely know back at the hotel they were getting after it. 
I mean, Justin Turner, if he was doing that out on the field, the after party, he was probably all up in that uh, motherfucker. Yeah, so probably half they the all Dodgers, got Rona. half the they, Dodgers traveling party is going to come back to LA with Corona. So, yeah, that's so rings. crazy. A ring with a Rona. With Rona. <laughs> yeah, uh, a, ring, a ring with a, a side of Rona. Someone, ring you know Rona. what? You know the best joke I saw last night. Someone tweeted uh, Rona with the the bottom of the ninth home run to, to win the series. <laughs> Listen, if they lost that game, oh my goodness! Oh, Rob Manfred, maybe there was something wrong with Rob Manfred last night. His like voice or two. We're recording this on Wednesday. Yeah, that was not a good. That was not a good performance from Rob Manfred. I don't <laughs> want to speculate on what the issue was, but it did not sound uh, coherent I, or I mean, intelligent. Maybe he realized how much of a fuck up was about to unfold with the Rona thing. But like, think about it. If they had to have a game seven. You went to it'd be in two weeks. They would have had to take two weeks off. Yeah, the the MLB is eternally grateful that the Dodgers took care of business last night. And Kevin Cash fucked up and took Blake Snell what, out way too early. That's going by the fuck. Very like Aaron Boone, but we'll, we'll get to that in the next season. Yeah, Aaron Boone, like, yeah. Well, as huh. two Yankee fans in this podcast, I was very happy to see the Rays just suffer an egregious loss that wasn't, that yes. was completely unnecessary. It was yeah. cool. Mookie winning was cool. Kershaw winning, obviously cool. So Kershaw, good, good dude. Mookie, good dude. So, yeah. I didn't have dodge. any qualms. Mookie is better than Trout, but that's another, that's another conversation. Mookie, come on the pod. A little celebrate. Don't it, virtually. That's a bit of a, bit of a might, hot take, Zion, but he's very close. Wrong. He's very close. Hey, he yeah. has the postseason. He does, hundred percent. You're right. Uh, that's enough baseball talk. We'll talk about baseball in six months. Uh, all right, let's get to our Derrick Henry interview where we talk about uh, what do we talk about with Derrick Henry? Uh, <laughs> Wait, remember the interview, pal? The Jesus. stiff arm, the, another stiff arm, uh, stiff arm. The stiff arm. Oh, the, oh, the best part is the DK stuff. So yeah, uh, him talking about the DK chase down is, is the best part. So uh, check it out. Quick interview, and then we'll get back to our week eight picks. Let's do it. Uh, so the thing is guys would love, uh, a way to defend you. Uh, Josh Norman in particular would love a way to figure out how to tackle Derrick Henry. So what was your feeling kind of going to social after that and kind of seeing the reaction to that play? Because we can tell you when it happened, the whole timeline was just it, it, like an uproar. Yeah, it was <laughs> everywhere. My phone was blowing up. Social media was blowing up. I mean, it was just can't even describe what my phone was like once I was able to get to it after the game. I mean, it was it was everywhere, everywhere. But where does that stiff arm rank on on all your incredible stiff arms? Because we've seen you break it out time and time again. I imagine you probably had some incredibly devastating ones in high school. Like you must have put some guys, buried some guys in high school with stiff arms. But where did that one on Josh Norman rank on your personal list? Oh, it's up there. Uh, that was probably one of my one of my good ones. That was one of my good ones. Is up there. I feel bad. The Michigan State one. The the angle of the picture makes it look horrible for for the guy because he's like in the air he's like flailing like that one's like a personal favorite. I appreciate it. Yeah, that was a uh, that was one of my good ones as well. I remember that one. And then uh, Derek, so just talking about like Adam said, your best stiff arms, and he mentioned high school. I don't know if you saw, but after that game, your high school stats went viral again. They often go viral. But your high school stats are literally unreal. Like 4,000 yards and 55 touchdowns your senior year. How is that even possible? Well, that, that year before my junior year, um, from freshman year all the way like from, to sophomore to junior, my, my stats were getting better. In my junior year, I kind of – my stats weren't as good as they've been in previous years. So I was kind of mad about that year. And I, I was like, man, I can't let that happen again. And um, my high school coach – 
who's my running backs coach, um, uh, passed away uh, in 2000, um, 2019, uh, July, July 5th, gave me a, um, gave me a, a, a sheet of paper with all the Florida running back records, all the rushing records. It was like, one day you'll be able to, you'll be at the top of this and uh, break all these records. And, you know, from, from there on out, you know, um, I just want to leave my mark in Florida as far as being a running back. Yeah, you're leaving your mark all over the place, man. High school, <laughs> the college, and now the NFL. Did, your trajectory is pretty insane. I just got to ask, did you? how many kids did you make quit and or cry in high school playing against you? Um, high school was definitely fun. Um, <laughs> had a lot of great memories. Nothing like them Friday night lights, uh, playing in front of your hometown and all the kids you grew up with. We had a lot of fun, a lot of fun games. Got to play on ESPN, bring ESPN to my hometown, so... Definitely a lot of good memory that I'll never forget. Zion, should we try and make up after we screwed up and we asked Tua Tagovailoa where he keeps his Heisman Trophy? And oh, we realized man. that Tua yeah. doesn't yeah, actually have a Heisman Zion Trophy. Right so we, <laughs> we had Tua on a few months ago and we screwed up asking where he keeps his Heisman Trophy. So, Derek, you actually won the Heisman Trophy. So where do you keep yours? Mine's in the safe. Keep it in the safe, locked up. Okay. You don't show it off. You don't have it in the crib. Like, I would be showing that shit off all the time. Oh, no, not having, don't, don't have it in the crib. Um, eventually, I'm gonna get me something where I can put it like, in like, in like in a, a room or, or like a man cave where I, I can show it off and you know do something cool for it. But right now, I'm in the safe. Speaking of the Alabama, what a lot of I, I feel like people are underrating the Crimson Tide a little bit. A lot of Trevor Lawrence talk, a lot of Ohio State talk, but Bama a little maybe underrated right now. Sleep people sleeping. Um, I mean, Trevor Lawrence definitely deserves it. Um, He's a great player. Like everybody knows, probably be the number one draft pick. Probably will be the number one draft pick. Ohio State, they're a great team. Um, Justin Fields uh, come off a great season last year and then, you know, starting off uh, against Nebraska playing, having a good game. And, you know, I feel like we're, we're, we're always in the conversation. So no matter how they want to put it, we're, we're still going to be there regardless of, you know, who they want to put in front of us or whatever they want to say. I think Coach Saban does a great job of just making sure that we focus on, you know, what Alabama does great and what we have been doing to, you know, keep playing good football and keep winning games. You get a vote for the Heisman Trophy. So are you, do you have a front runner right now for who you think you may be voting for in a couple months? Mac Jones. Mac Jones getting the vote? <laughs> Mac Jones. Keep it in the Alabama family? I, I, I wouldn't say right now. Um, just letting it keep uh, unfolding. Let, let guys keep balling out and then, uh, narrow it down when it gets around that time. How about those commercials you guys been doing too? Um, the Heisman House commercials. You got any funny uh, tales or anecdotes of you guys chopping up with all the different guys of former Heisman winners? Um, well, this year was kind of different just because um, of COVID, so we couldn't really yeah. spend as much time as we usually do. Usually, you know, I'm there with uh, Barry Sanders, Herschel Walker, mm. Bo Jackson, there with Eddie, um, Charlie, Charlie Ward. George Rogers, I mean, yeah, legends, all legends. Yeah, so it's like a kid at a candy store with all yeah. these legends who I grew up um, hearing about, and being able to see some of the some of the highlights is just they're just so cool. And Nissan does a great job of getting us all together and shooting the commercials. And I've been very blessed to meet meet the guys I've always idolized and spend time with them. How much how much time do you spend busting Mark Ingram's balls about that picture of you standing next to him and he looks like like a high school player and standing next to you? 
Man, Mark hates that photo. I didn't even <laughs> see the photo until after the game. And still to this day, they still bring it back up <laughs> every year. And Mark does not like that photo. And, you know, I hate it for him, too, because you know how the internet is. Once they get a hold of something, it yeah. goes everywhere. Especially after you guys beat them in the playoff last year. That thing was all over the timeline. <laughs> all over. The internet will always, and I say always, be undefeated. <laughs> Forever and ever. Uh so you mentioned some some running back legends. Who is your goat running back? Because you're you're more of that Earl Campbell, Herschel Walker kind of you know like bust through. But who's your goat running back when you think about it? Uh, and you kind of put that levels to it. You know, you, you know what's funny, which y'all probably not gonna believe. And of course, I mean, it's a lot of people that compare me to that were that were big running backs in the league, and you know yeah. that had a lot of success, but. My favorite running back as a kid was LT, LaDainian Thompson. I love really? LT. Okay. I love LT. You guys are built a little bit differently, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little, just a little bit differently. <laughs> LT, football, and then Kobe Bryant, basketball. So, oh, yeah. I love LT. So, do you get mad when people say you can't catch the ball out of the backfield a little bit? Because that, I mean, you loved LT, and that's what LT was known for. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and, and then in this game now, it's a lot of dual-threat guys that yeah. uh, do a great job catching and running and that are very effective. And, you know, I'm a big guy, and you don't really see many big guys just catching the ball in the backfield and, you know, getting a, a ton of receiving yards. But, you know, I've been, you know, working on that. Two games ago, you had the biggest play of the game. Uh, you caught it and ran. Yeah, I mean, but, I mean, I'm just trying to, like, uh, just trying to take uh, advantage of my opportunities when I get them. Yeah. And um, being effective when I do, you know, get those opportunities. And like you said, I haven't, you know, really had that many re- many receiving yards. So that's probably why I was on that. You know, I can't catch a thing like that. But that's something I work on every day. Just try to improve and get better. And so, where does the second gear come from for yeah. you? Because, like, you, again, how big you are and how massive. You have this second gear that just blows these cornerbacks away. Like, what <laughs> what sorcery are you using to blow away these cornerbacks who should be catching up to you and they can't even come close to to getting you down? It's just always been that way, like since <laughs> since high school, maybe even middle school. I just don't want to get caught, <laughs> and you know, pride. I'm from Florida, so we pride ourselves on having speed. So I definitely um, take my pride in that whenever I'm in the in the open field and going to get six. You know, would you have been able? Would you oh, have been yeah, able to catch? About, we're yeah, we're answering the same thing. thing. Would you have been able to catch Buddha Baker? Did you saw the DK Metcalf play? Him chasing him down. That boy is fast. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Whenever I seen that, and I seen uh, DK uh, running after him, I didn't know. But when I seen them knees come up, I said, "Oh, he's saying go get him, <laughs> go get him," and he caught him. I was flip like, it to, "Whoa!" Flip it to the other side. I was just on Instagram and I seen. Uh, a highlight when they show DK and then uh, Larry Allen catching a linebacker back in yep. the day with the Cowboys, hawking him down. He was like 330 pounds. That's that's even crazier. Flip it the other side. Oh. Is DK catching you? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> there we go. That, that's we got to see that. We got to make that happen then. Yeah. <laughs> I, make it happen that, in the Super Bowl. Nah, he is fast. 22.6. I got 21.6. And I feel like. That one, nothing. Twenty-two point six. That's that's moving. I feel like I need to get in the twenty-twos, you know, <laughs> to solidify having real speed. But that dude is that dude is moving. Now I ain't gonna run just straight. If he hawking me down, I'm gonna have to veer out to the yeah. side. 
I mean, you've had some incredible plays, but that one was like, I, we've never seen that before. That's why that was, it was just crazy. Yeah, so everybody, I bet everybody was like, whoa. Yeah, it's a defensive <laughs> play of the year from an offensive player. So, exactly. <laughs> I got to ask before we get you out of here, I've seen Mike Vrabel like put on practice squad jerseys in practice and he's out there catching passes. Has Mike Vrabel ever tried to tackle you? Like, what if Mike Vrabel tried to tackle you? What, what's happening? You knocking coach out? Man, we talk, we talk done to each other all the time. <laughs> us, us going head to head. And he was always like, I wish I was 28 again. Just so I can show you. He wants that smoke. It's, it's always a uh, chatter uh, during practice. And, you know, Coach Braywood helps me with the stiff arm, anything that, you know, he can help us, you know, as players get better at he's willing to do and get in there and um, and work with us. Is he talking trash? Because, you know, he caught some passes and some TDs too. Is he talking trash both sides of the ball? Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely. We, we've seen the highlights and he'll let us know that, that he, he used the ball. And the ones who, who watched a lot of football and, you know, seeing the Patriots win those Super Bowls, we knew he was a big part of it. So, Derek, uh, explain what drew you to uh, this Old Spice collaboration. We all saw the commercial. It's great. Uh, love the feel of it. So, like, kind of what, what brought that together? Um, well, you know, uh, Old Spice was able to uh, reach out to my team to be able to have the opportunity to star in this commercial. Um, like I said, they work with, a lot of guys, a lot of superstars in this league, and I've been watching the commercials since I was a kid and, and using Old Spice, so I was very happy and um, very blessed to be able to have this opportunity to uh, team up with Old Spice and Unstoppable Sweat Defense campaign. We use a lot of Old Spice products here at the Titans facility, and Old Spice is all over the NFL and locker rooms and the stadiums, and uh, the Old Spice Sweat Defense gives you the confidence to get through anything that comes your way on and off the field. So it's a cool opportunity, excited for the opportunity, and um, happy to team with Old Spice. Definitely, definitely. Uh, Derek, we wish you you guys nothing but the best. You're clearly guys a true contender this season. So good luck the rest of the season. We appreciate you. And I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for having me. Thank you, man. Thanks, Derek. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyalonic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of non-stop hydration for silky, smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a woman-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A malibu.com code SUMMER. Huge shout out to Derek Henry. A lot of fun. Uh, he's doing great. So wish him nothing but the best. He was a, a fun interview. You know, quick quick chat. Sometimes all you need. So uh, let's get to our week eight picks. Uh, some games this week, 14 of them, to, in fact. So let's get to them. 
Thursday night, Falcons Panthers, two and a half uh, Panthers favored. At the time of this recording, we have no idea if Christian McCaffrey is playing. It sounds like he might. Matt Rule said he might. I'm going Panthers two and a half because I am never betting on the Atlanta Falcons again in my life. Please hold me to that. I am never doing it again. I fucked the Falcons. So two and a half Panthers, book it. Yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not picking up Falcons anymore. Not after that debacle last week. Another never, one. They just keep fucking Never, doing it. ever, ever. Panthers roll. Even if they don't have CMC, Panthers still win. Panthers minus two and a half. Almost zero hesitation taking care of Zero. Zero hesitation. All right, let's move on to the Colts and Lions. Lions who uh, got that win over the Falcons last week. Colts are favored on the road by two and a half. Going to the Lions. The Lions have won three games in a row. Upset number one of the week for Chops. Lions two and a half at home. I like it. I don't even know if this is, is like so much of an upset, but like, because the Colts are not as good as you think. But they're, fav- they're they are the favorite. But I am yeah. a little surprised they're favored. Adam, this is probably going to be a pick 'em by Sunday, I would imagine. Uh, it hasn't moved yet, but I mean, you know, who knows when the late money can come in? You said the uh, Colts are home. No, Lions are home. Colts are favored, Zion. So, so Vegas thinks the Colts should win. I'll pick the Colts. I just pick the Colts. Ooh, I don't okay. think the Lions could pull it off two in a row. Four, it'd be four in a row, Zion. They've won four three in a row. row. Yeah, the oh, Lions yeah, are surging really, a little bit. They, they're not, they're not winning four in a row, bro. <laughs> 82% of the money right now is on the Colts midweek. So right now, a lot of betters are loving Indianapolis. I am too, despite the fact they are giving three on the road. I think the Lions are due for a letdown after that incredible, ridiculous win over Atlanta last week. Oh, Adam picks Phil Rivers. Who knew? All right, let's move on. <laughs> Jesus. Let's move on. Minnesota Vikings coming off a bye, traveling to Green Bay. Green Bay, six and a half point favorites. Division game. Blood boiling. Give me the Packers six and a half. Easy. Uh, I think they roll. The Vikings aren't very good. Kirk there will be no blood boiling. There is <laughs> no blood boiling for Actually, this game. Justin Jefferson, very cool guy, though. I like him. Very cool guy. Him, him might get a touchdown, do his little gritty dance. Yep. But they'll they'll lose 42 to 7. Packers. <laughs> that will be the only touchdown. <laughs> Packers are currently getting 95% of the money in the middle of the week. And I have two quick stats for you guys. The Vikings are 3-8 and eight against the spread in their last 11 meetings in Green Bay. And they are just 1-5 against the spread in their last six games on the grass. Take the Packers minus 6.5. Even better if you can get at that because right now I see it ticking up to 7 in some places. But take yeah. the Packers, lay the points. It looks like no Aaron Jones in this game, too. So that might ain't going to matter. Yeah, not gonna it, matter. it probably doesn't matter. For your fan, if you guys play fantasy football, that does matter, though. So sorry about that. Let's move on. The New England Patriots traveling to the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills minus three and a half. Bills. I'm, I am fading the Patriots until we see otherwise. Tom Brady won that breakup. Keyshawn told Zion this already earlier this week on the pod. Give me the Bills three and a half. The Bills are struggling. They're not looking that great. But the Pats. They're talking about trading uh, Gilmore. Cam looks like maybe he still got COVID somewhere. I don't know. So give me the give me the Bills. Listen, I don't know about this game. This game is low key a toss up because the Bills. It's not. Have, did you see Cam last week? It's did not. you see the Bills last week? The Bills <laughs> yes, almost I did, lost to the Jets. They couldn't know, score a touchdown bro, against the Jets. They were I, overlooking the Jets. Clearly, I think pal. Corona made it so Cam forgot how to play football. Bro, but you think about it, if the Patriots win this game, they kind listen, of... Listen, listen, brain fog is a symptom of COVID. I know. I hope he's okay. Listen, the Patriots, this is a big game for him. This can likely turn around their season. Even though it's early, they, it could turn around their season with that big not, division win. Not that early, pal. We're halfway through. Bill Belichick. Who's home? The Bills are home? Bills are home, buddy. 
I'll pick the Bills just to be safe. Oh, after just, all that, he picks the just Bills. Just to be huh? safe. <laughs> but I won't be surprised if Pats win. Absolutely disgraceful as usual. Uh, <laughs> listen, do the Bills have a winning record? Yes. Yes, they do. So here's my scintillating stat number one for the week for you guys. The Patriots are 1-6-1 and one against the spread in their last eight games versus a team with a winning record. Bills have a winning record. Here's my first bet. Best bet of the week. The Buffalo Bills lay the points. Worst bet of the okay. week. By the way, we Adam went two and one on his best bets last week. I went one and one. I think I was six and eight overall. Adam was, I think, better than that. Adam had a good week. So, yeah. Pay attention. Let's keep it going. Tennessee Titans traveling to Cincinnati, taking on the Bengals. Right here, I see it at five and a half. Tennessee favored on the road. If Tennessee would have won last week against Pittsburgh, I would have picked Cincy this week. No, because they would have had a letdown game coming off a big win. I think that probably refocused Tennessee. And we have Derrick Henry on this podcast. I can't bet against the Titans. Uh, five and a half on the road. Yeah, bro. Regardless of last week's results, <laughs> the Titans were going to win this game, bro. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, Joe Burrow, though. Joe Burrow is, is no, pretty pretty, pretty damn good the past the Bengals, weeks. The Bengals can score. So, like, you know, you could sneak up on somebody. But Titans got this. I am seeing a funky line right now on my screen. It says the Bengals are minus nine. That is a massive error. That, there's no way in hell they're nine point favorites against the Titans. You are, yeah, that is yeah I, that's, a, that's, that's a mess up on the screen true. I'm seeing right now. Um, but I'm going to take the Bengals getting five and a half because it's ticked up from what it opened at three. You're and betting half. against our podcast. Okay. Let's that's fine. That. I'm, I'm betting for the Bengals to cover. I didn't say they were going to win, but okay. I will take the five and a half points because the Bengals have been in these games, um, even against the better teams. And Maybe get a backdoor if it's five and a half. Also, the stuff. Also, a ton of money right now coming in the Titans and bets too heavily on the Titans. But I'm going to take the points here. Five and a half I'm, the Bengals. I'm not betting against our new friend, Derrick Henry. So I didn't say I was betting against him. I'm just betting that the Bengals will be within five points of the to- of the of the Titans. Okay. Whatever you say, buddy. Moving on. Ooh. Las Vegas Raiders traveling to Cleveland to take on the five and two Browns. Two and a half point favorite Hurry the up. Cleveland Browns. Uh, I'm guessing, I'm not looking at it, Adam is. I'm guessing all the money is on the Raiders. Give me the Browns two and a half at home. They cover. Baker is back. Uh, to quickly answer your question, not all the money is on the Raiders, but 70% of it is. Baker is back. You are smoking crack. There is no way <laughs> that the Raiders are losing this game. Nope. There's no way that we see the Browns six and two. If we see the Browns six and two, bro, I might not be <laughs> yeah. on this next podcast. Yeah, if the Browns are six and two for next week's recording, I pray for you guys. The Raiders are winning this game because the Browns don't show up against real teams. Uh, are the Raiders a real team? They're, the Raiders have one of the worst defenses. They're NFL. better. They're better than any most of the teams you guys have played. They're better than the Bengals, that's for sure. They're not better than the Colts. Yeah, they might be better than the Colts, bro. They beat the Chiefs. They beat the Chiefs, bro. Relax. Every dog has their day. Adam, what are you thinking here? I think you know where I'm going here. Listen, the Raiders <laughs> played the Bucks close through three quarters last week. They lost and- by 20. <laughs> Relax, pal. Listen, let me get through my let me get through my little soliloquy here. They also obviously had offensive line issues with COVID shit. And mm-hmm. also, real talk, the Browns ain't the Bucks here. And the other scintillating stat I'm giving you for this week, according to the Action Network, road dogs are of six points or fewer, are 27 and 12. Against the spread, they're returning almost 70% on your investment. So take the Raiders here. Take the points. Fade the Browns. Best bet of the week. Second best bet of the week. You're the making this your best bet? Okay. Cool. Yeah. Good for you. Have fun with that. 
Uh, here's one. This one, I love this. Zion, you have to give a spread pick for this one. You never do a spread pick. You have to do it on this one. Kansas City Chiefs, New York Jets. The spread, I've seen it at 21. I'm seeing it at 19 and a half right now. <laughs> Adam, you go first. You go it's first. Been, I'll, I'll put it this way. It's been asininely bet down. There are people putting money yeah. on the Jets. This they is are. a road well, game. They, they're coming off a cover. They're coming they're off co- a cover. First cover of the year. The last team in the NFL to cover. They finally did it last year, uh, last week because the Bills they are just, on the shoot, road. just they shooting are on the themselves road in the foot in the red zone left and right. Um, no, you'd have to be certifiably insane, in my opinion, but to here, take the Jets here. I would argue... Yes, they're the Chiefs, and Le'Veon Bell is going to be mad. Bet mad. The Chiefs' offense hasn't. Okay, there's this is this is where they get healthy. This is where they have some fun. <laughs> this is where they annihilate the living see, you're shit taking out of the, the Jets. Tw- you're taking the twenty-one. I'm going to no, well, I see it nineteen and a half right now. Open at twenty-one. It's been bet it's down 19 to nineteen and, 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 and a half. half. It's, 19 and it's half. It's obviously a massive amount of points, and only when things get silly do you see spreads like this. But the Jets are a goddamn disgrace to football teams. Um, I'm shocked that 63% of the money is coming in on them. Um, these people it's who 19, are backing it's them. It's three touchdowns. I, have you seen the Jets play? Have you seen the Jets play at all this year? They are a goddamn disaster. So this is where the Chiefs just blow them out. It's uh, if Patrick Mahomes is in the fourth quarter, then the Chiefs should just be 86 from the league. Like this game should be put to bed by halftime. Zion, I know it's go. a massive amount of points, but I'm laying them. Fuck the Jets. Zion, I don't know if they could beat them by three touchdowns. That's what I'm saying. Bro. Are you smoking dust? I think I think the the Chiefs will be obviously the Chiefs win this game, but I yeah. think the Chiefs the Chiefs will be up by maybe three, four. They'll be up maybe 20, 32. They could be up thirty two to seven in the third quarter, and they'll be like, okay, I'm just gonna rest back. It's home. Uh, it's, it's ripe for a backdoor cover because there's so many points, but the Jets have zero talent offensively and 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 maybe two percent talent on defense. This they here are it is three quarters. Here it I is. My plays three quarters. My first best bet of the week: Jets plus nineteen and a half. That's too uh, many points. It's are, too many points. You are much bolder than me, pal. I, I'm bold, and let's roll with it. Let's go, Gang Green. I can't. I can't take Chiefs minus nineteen and a half, Adam. I, can't I will say do this: it. right now, it's even, like fifty percent on both sides of bets. But more money's coming in the Jets because, again, mm-hmm. that is an astronomical. So the line. sharps are on the Jets. Give me the Jets. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's keep it moving. I can't believe that line is nineteen and a half. All right. Miami Dolphins at home against the Rams. Rams favored by three and a half. Tua's debut, you know, should be a good one. Uh, I'm going to try and watch it. The Rams defense is very good. We saw that in Monday Night Football. They are very good. The Dolphins, some, see, here's the thing. The Dolphins have been covering great this season, but that was Ryan Fitzpatrick covering. Fitzmagic got benched. Give me the Rams on the road. I know the travel and everything, but give me the Rams three and a half. If you can get it at three, do that, but... I'll take the three and a half. Oh, this uh, this is this this is the week where I've returned to oh, the West Coast is traveling to the East Coast. Simple something to think about, pal. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Rams blow out the Dolphins here. Ooh, and, blowout. Yes, and prayers for Tua because Aaron Donald will be on your head. Honestly. I feel bad for Dolphins fans because Justin Herbert looks like regrettable to take a guy right before him. You know. And how many times do you have three really good quarterbacks drafted in the first round? It usually doesn't happen like that. So I hope two is good. I really do. I'm going to take some points here for the home Ooh. dog. Um, rookie yeah. in his first start. You're, I get that. His- <laughs> it's, you, can, you can poke a million holes on why you would take the Dolphins here. Um, but I'm just going to roll with them. I, they've been playing close games and against tougher opponents. 
like we stay in a these different games. quarterback. Understandable, games. completely understandable. So that's that's where this could get a little bit crazy and, and completely haywire. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm gonna roll with the team that, for the most part, has been pretty good at covering and taking advantage. Not taking advantage, but again, close games against good opponents. Give me the Dolphins. There we go. Here we go. Game of the week, easily. Pittsburgh Steelers at Baltimore Ravens. Six and zero Steelers. Five and one Ravens. I don't know. This is. Well, we know who Young Zion's going with. So why? Three. I mean, the spread. Let me start it off. Go ahead. This is three and a half. Me. Three and a half is the spread. Three and a half is the spread. I gotta go Steelers plus three and a half. I can't believe they're. I can't. I honestly. I, is this is this a big game for Lamar? Is this like he does well against the Steelers, but he has. I don't know. Fuck. This is. The Steelers uh, are undefeated, right? Steelers are undefeated. Ravens only, are five and one. Ravens only, are at home. Only with fans, undefeated I think. team left. Only huh? undefeated team left ends this week. Listen, this is a big week for me. I need Lamar to shut these guys up. Talk about Tom Brady is better than Lamar Jackson. You hear that nonsense, Lamar? It's they're doubting. The MVP returns this week. Ravens win, and the Steelers, you know, lose first place. Lose uh, full control of first place. They would, Adam. What do you? I'm going to give my bet after Adam. <clears throat> what I tell you earlier: road teams who are dogs of six points or fewer are 27-12 against the spread this season. What are the Steelers? They're three-and-a-half-point oh, dogs yeah. on the road against the Ravens. Give me the Steelers. I, I can't bet on the Steelers. Give me the Ravens. Three-and-a-half. If you can get a three, get a three. Listen, three-and-a-half between two evenly matched division teams is a lot of points, pal. Yeah. Ravens win by a touchdown. That's my prediction. It's going to be a great game. game Ravens only losing against the Chiefs. And the Titans. No, that one full game against the Titans. And the Chargers. So Yeah, no, relax, pal. Game. And they lost to the Browns last year. All right, let's keep moving. Chargers going to Denver. Chargers are favored on the road, minus three, uh, going to Denver. Give me the Chargers. Justin Herbert's on fire. Easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and Denver's yeah. beat up. Like, that team's not. No. Yeah. I'll take the Chargers, too. <sighs> kind of want to take the home dog here. Adam betting on the Broncos. Kind of want to take the home dog. Your but boy Drew Locke. Your boy Drew Locke. To shut the two of you up with your false narratives for the nine million time, I'm going to take the Chargers. <laughs> Look, we bullied him into taking the Chargers. <laughs> no, yeah, the, the assertion that I've been a Drew Locke fan or a Broncos supporter, I, I don't know where the hell you two concocted that You nonsense. said it. You said it. That is, again, I, one, million, for the one million time, a complete false narrative. Philip Rivers, Drew Locke, Stan. All right, let's move on. New Orleans Saints traveling to Chicago. Uh, minus four for the Saints on the road. Bears coming off a bad loss. Saints coming off a close win. Uh, I'm I got to take the Saints here. Four Saints on the four on the road because the Bears' offense looks broken. Terrible. They they look terrible. They can't run the ball. They can't throw the ball. The line is bad. The Bears' defense is all right, but I mean the offense is putting them in terrible positions. No, give me the Saints. They thought Nick Foles was a savior. He's not no savior. He's garbage, a glorified backup QB. Uh, Saints win here, easy. Glorified backup QB that won one of your arch rivals a Super Bowl a few years ago, Pat. That's cool. Don't you forget it. With backup Q- he's, a ba- he's still a backup QB. Just he's an overpaid backup QB. Such a hater. Um, this number is ticked up from three. It's now four, what I'm seeing yeah. it at. But the if Bears three, look like... take three. If it's three, obviously, yeah. So if it's... Uh, what I'm trying to get is that I'm liking the Saints. I would love to have it at three. I don't... I'm not in love with it at four, but what the hell? The Bears look like frauds on Monday night. I'll take the Saints. 
We were saying the Bears. Actually, Adam said the Rams were frauds. And I did. Rams I picked. Proved, I picked the Bears straight up. So uh, that's that's on me. The Bears proved to be the frauds in that did. Uh, matchup. This one could be all right. 49ers traveling to Seattle. Seattle minus three coming off a very weird Sunday night football game uh, against the Cardinals. That I predicted correctly. That you I did. told you all last week. You did. You got that one very correct. Very good. Um, Seattle minus three against the 49ers. I'm going to go with Seattle to bounce back. Russell Wilson doesn't lose two in a row. So he's going to win this one by four points. Yeah, I agree. I think the 49ers, they don't got it in them to... Uh, out offense the Seahawks, so I'll pick the Seahawks here. I'm gonna remind you for the third time that Road Dogs this year getting getting six points or fewer have been covering at a seventy percent clip. Give me the 49ers. This guy. So you picked all three. So statistically, all three of yours aren't gonna hit. I'm just gonna let you know that. Uh, smart. That, 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 that's not accurate. Not very smart that's there. Not accurate, pal. Not not very smart. I, Adam, I took a statistics class. Oh, did you? Okay. okay. Well, I think yeah. you're forgetting that statistics don't always just go the way you want them to go. Well, I'm just letting you know. Oh but my right god. Right now, I, pal. Right now, pal. The odds are in my favor. How is this Sunday night football? The fucking Dallas Cowboys at the Philadelphia Eagles. This is why NBC should be it's allowed to flex games game. in the first half. Of the year. <laughs> Eagles favored by seven and a half. You who knows watching. who? Who? I'll, yeah. Hell yeah, I'm watching. Who knows who's starting a quarterback for the for the uh, Dallas Cowboys? Give me the Ben Eagles. DiNucci. Who? Ben DiNucci. Who? <laughs> so, sounds Get, like some dude from Long Island. Right? Give me J- JMU legend. All right. Give me Eagles seven and a half, whatever. Cowboys suck. Yeah, I got to take the Eagles here because the Cowboys really just lost 25 to three against Washington, bro. You can't. You just can't do that, bro. They're terrible. They're worse than the Giants. They are. 91% of the money is on the Eagles. I don't see a reason why to take the Cowboys. So even though it's seven and a half and both these teams absolutely suck and I'm going to be kicking myself and and asking why the fuck am I watching this on Sunday night when I can be doing so much better shit. But we're um, going to be watching it. Uh, what, but can, probably, what, yes. what, what better would you do at, on yeah, a Sunday right, night during the I got plenty of options, pal. Don't you worry. Yeah, right, He'd right. be reading a book or something. I wish, Which would be a million times better than watching this slop. So give me the Eagles minus seven and a half. I want to find a prop bet on overall interceptions in this game and i want to take the over no matter what the you can is. you can easily find it yeah i'm gonna guess it's probably three and a half all right monday night football Ooh, <laughs> for some reason for some for, for some reason zion's new york football giants are on monday night football against tom brady and the buccaneers you know why ten, ten and a half point spread the bucks are favored on the road by ten and a half disrespectful. points <laughs> disrespectful Disrespectful to the New York football giants in the history. Uh, oh my god, you crack me up sometimes, pal. Give me the ten and a half. Give me the bucks and the ten and a half. Yeah, that's I, a bad, I guess that's a bad bet right there. Uh, it's a very bad bet because you know what happens when the New York football giants play Tom Brady. You know what happens. This it doesn't matter if we're didn't they play last year in the in the Pats one? It doesn't matter if they win. We give them hell every single time. Night, well, 95% of the time, we give them <laughs> hell. Tom Brady does not like seeing that those Giants blue. He trembles. And luckily, Eli's retired. But Eli's, Eli's young Eli, Eli with wheels, is coming to, to claim Eli's throne again. Giants don't win, but it'll be a good game. So he picked After, it. He picked I told the you, box. the Giants will not win, but it'll be a good game. After all that, he picked the buck. 
if this line keeps ticking up the way it is, it opened at eight and a half. It's now ten and a half. Uh, I think I kind of have to take the ten and a half points, even though I expect the Buccaneers to have a pretty easy time with the Giants. Giants have covered some crazy numbers already. Um, I'll roll with them one more time at home on Monday night. Actually, I'm switching it. I'm with you guys. Giants at home, ten and a half. That's too much. Switching my it's pick. It's a little high. It's a little high. It's a, it's a little high. That's a little high for my blood. So switching it up. Go G-Man. I'm with you guys. Uh, that's it for this week. Some more picks in. Derrick Henry interview. Oh, I forgot to drop my meaningless stat of the week. No, you, you dropped like nine of them. So let's just go over the best bets real quick again. Adam's best bets are Buffalo minus three and a half, Vegas plus two and a half. My best bets, Jets plus 19 and a half, and Browns minus two and a half is my other best bet of the week. That's sure to hit. Put the rent money on the Browns covering that two and a half. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good luck well, with that, pal. It's the end of the month. Put the rent money on it. Um, that's it, folks. Exciting episode. Another week. I want to give one more best bet. Okay, no. give your other best bet. Panthers. Okay. A little, little two and a half on the on home That's, on Thursday night. Yeah, they should they should pretty easy bit. They should yeah, smoke fuck, the, fuck Falcons. the Falcons. Fuck the Falcons. Um, yeah, that's it. Another week in the books. We love y'all. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, you guys know where to find us. Make sure you subscribe to the pod, Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen, the podcast. Drop those reviews, all that. Give us those five stars. We love y'all. Um, until next time, we'll see you guys later. And a special thanks to our producer, Josh Dodd, our associate producer and sound engineer, Jasmine Plata, our production manager, Sean Sel Correa, our talent booker, Shanice Kelman, our senior director of operations, Jen Stewart, and always our GM, Donnie Kwok. This podcast is production of Complex Networks.